Did you ever feel like what you learned in law school didn't prepare you for the world of running a law practice? Law school didn't teach us how to start our practices the right way so that we could scale them into a thriving business. We didn't learn how to make sure that our businesses would meet our financial goals and provide the type of lifestyle we deserve. After 10 years, I was fed up with struggling in my practice and decided to begin a journey to scaling a successful practice that would actually allow me to finally live the life I've always dreamed of. I invite you to listen in on the conversations I'm having with some of the most successful solo and small firm practitioners, along with leading business entrepreneurs, and share how I am implementing what I am learning, all with the goal of helping you take control of your practice and your life. This is The Law Entrepreneur. Hey there, fellow law entrepreneurs. Welcome to episode 264 of The Law Entrepreneur. I'm Neil Tyree, your host as usual. Today, my guest is Matt Spiegel. Now, if that name sounds a little familiar to you, it, it may be if you followed the development of practice management systems in the legal space, you probably remember or are familiar with my case. Well, Matt was the creator, founder, and CEO of my case, and he's since moved on to a number of other things, but most importantly, he's now the CEO and founder of a company called Lawmatics. And what Lawmatics does is provides a software solution for attorneys, principally solo and small firm practitioners, that works with their practice management system to create a front end to address the needs of client acquisition and the workflows associated with that process, as well as the back end on how to service and maintain contact with, and to some extent, exploit your previous clients when they cease being a client. So maintaining a relationship with them for the years to come after that. So it addresses two of the very significant parts of the client journey that are not addressed by the practice management system itself. And it creates an end to end system and end to end picture that I think serves attorneys really well. So there's a lot to get from this and I hope you enjoy the conversation. And without any further delay, here is Matt Siegel. Matt Siegel, welcome to the law entrepreneur. Yes. Thank you for having me, Neil. Well, we're delighted to have you with us today, Matt. Tell our audience a little bit about yourself and how you came to be where you are today. Yeah. Um, you want the long story or the short story? <laughs> well, I looked at your bio. The long story is going to take us all around the world. So why don't we <laughs> why don't we stick with the legal software part of that story? Yeah, I'll give you the quick uh, and I guess more relevant part of my background, right? So I, I'm an attorney. I still, although I've been in tech for about 11 years now, I still keep my bar card. I think it's pretty important and it makes my family happy. So I'm still technically a lawyer. I started my own law firm like way back when, in like the end of 2009. I, I had worked at a big law firm for a while and, and I decided it was time to hang a shingle. And so I did. So I started my own practice. And a few months into starting my own practice, I, I had a bad experience with a client who ended up complaining. And long story short, I ended up realizing that we needed a better way to communicate with our clients. And so I built a tool just for my clients to use, right? And we were just building it into my website. And as I was building it, I was like, man, I feel like other lawyers might want to use the same thing. And so we kind of put it out there for other lawyers to, to look at and to, and to use. And the feedback we got was, yeah, this idea of like a client portal is something that is really cool. And, and as lawyers, we think that we would benefit from this, but 
we don't want another tool. It needs to be, it needs to have everything along with it. It needs to be a full practice management system. And so I came back and I said, you know what guys, like let's build a practice management system around this idea of a client portal. And so that's how my case was born, right? So I started my case, which I'm sure most of the listeners have heard, have heard of. Sure. So I started my case back in, in 2010, coming out of that direct experience with that one client who made a complaint about me. Well, there are probably a lot more clients that made complaints about me, but he was the one who was vocal. <laughs> but, but yeah, so my case was born, ended up, you know, my case grew pretty exponentially, very quickly. We were acquired by a company called Appfolio in 2012, and I stayed on with my case running the business until 2015. From 2015 to 2017, that's where I was kind of off and off and about the world, kind of running, mostly running a company that was primarily based in Sydney, Australia. Um, but in 2017, I wanted to get back into a space that I, that I knew and that I loved. And quite frankly, I had missed the legal space. And we were looking at opportunities in and around the industry. And we really saw this idea of like CRM and marketing automation software as just a massive opportunity, just the, the, the biggest, in my opinion, the biggest missing piece when it comes to technology for law firms. And so uh, it was also something that we had identified as an opportunity way back in the days of my case. Sure. And so 2017, we said, hey, you know what? That's the next green field. That's our next opportunity. Let's build the best legal CRM and marketing automation platform. Let's bring tools to lawyers that we've used in tech companies forever, but they've never had access to. And now, you know, fast forward three and a half years and here we are. Well, it's a really interesting journey. And let's just kind of circle back a little bit. When you had your own solo firm and you were building this functionality into your website platform, were you rolling your own website from scratch, building that, you know, in native languages that uh, developers use to build websites? Or were you building that on a platform and you were adding plugins to the platform, just kind of how structurally, how were you adding that functionality that later became uh, the genesis for the idea for my case? Yeah. So, I mean, first, like, so we were built, we just had a basic website for my law firm, like the typical law firm website that you would expect. Right. And that was just built custom. And at the time, you know, this is back in 2009, you know, things like Squarespace or Wix or, you know, these, these weren't as popular, right. Or they weren't even around. The, most of them weren't around and, and uh, are just starting their infancy. And, yep. and that's that's the reason I asked. You also didn't have some of these legal specific template driven you know, website firms. So Definitely you really not. had to develop your own HTML based website. Yes, you're hundred percent. You're hundred percent correct. So we, we were doing that. And actually my cousin, um, Alex was the one who was building that for me. And so the, the idea to build this client portal, the way that it started was to say, hey, like, Alex, can you just add some page on my website where like my clients can go and they could like put in the name, you know, their name, maybe a password, and they would just get information about their case. So this was all just being done custom. And this was something that he actually was not capable of doing. So we ended up bringing a developer, a real developer, a web developer on like, an, you know, an app developer on mm -hmm. to help us build that. And then that was the team that, that I ended up going after and building my case with. 
And it's really interesting because I, I think the genesis of this whole idea is to satisfy the question or the need that you had with respect to your clients. How can they gain information and stay up to date on their legal matter without bugging me on the phone and spending my time? Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And, and you know, look, for it's, it was almost the per it was really a perfect situation for us to kind of solve this need because I was a criminal defense lawyer, right? right? And as a criminal defense lawyer, I was in court all day, every day. And what's the one thing that you can't do when you're in court? You can't be answering that phone. You can't answer your phone. So I get, you know, but your clients don't know that. And quite frankly, they don't care. And they don't care. And, you know, and, and understandably so. Like they're going through, a, you know, if, if you have a criminal defense lawyer, you're going through some pretty bad times, right? And that is the most important thing going on in your life, you know, 99.99% of the time. And so, you know, understandably, you want updates, you want to know what's going on. And so they would call all the time and I would be in court. I couldn't answer the questions that they were calling were always for the, you know, they were always the same questions. When's my next court date? Where's my, you know, police report, things like that. And so, you know, we started by building a better way for them to get that information. And then obviously that just turned into to my case. And it's interesting that it's the right time frame too. So you have this kernel of an idea creating this client portal to allow your your clients to gain information about their own case. But then, you know, it creates its own kind of monster to start to feed because then both the folks in the law firm who are benefiting from that and the clients who are are using it want more. And that provides the genesis for my case, which at the time, again, was right at the cusp of the development of what now is a plethora of practice management uh, software platforms. My case was at the front end of that. Yep, it was. Yep. And that's, you know, that's, that's kind of what it, you know, it, what it takes, right, is, is oftentimes some really good timing as well. Um, and we, we were fortunate enough to have that. So when you look at the, at the landscape then of the software that law firms use and principally solo and small firm practitioners, when you look at that landscape now, folks have choices. A great many of these platforms, I've used several of them. I tout several of them on this podcast. You know, a great many of them all do similar kinds of functions, but you properly identified one area that they're not actually providing support to very well, if at all. And that is the front end of the system. They, most practice management platforms handle once the client signs the retainer agreement and a legal matter is created, most of them handle from there on out pretty well. It's how do you get them to that front door? What yeah. system do you have? And that's what Lawmatics, if I understand it correctly, that's the challenge that Lawmatics seeks to address. Yeah. So I look at it, I think, you know, I have a really, I think a very clear way to look at it. And I think it's really relevant, especially to just kind of the way that, that law firms, I think, should be approaching their business in general. The way I look at it is, you know, the client goes through a journey with your law firm, right? And this is something that I, I speak yeah. a lot about, but, but it's all about the client journey. And when I look at a client journey with a law firm, with a typical law firm, I break it up into three phases of the journey. Phase number one is that intake phase. It's like the moment that 
somebody contacts your law firm all the way up until they've hired your firm. That's phase one. Phase two is the active matter. You know, they've hired you. They have a scope of services. They're, you know, you're, you're, you have an open matter that you're going to handle for them, whatever it may be. But in, you know, in most cases, there's a, you know, there's a definitive start and an end time, you know, and date to that, to phase two, which is that active matter. And then there's phase three, and this is probably the most neglected. Phase three is their case is over and they are a former client, but that is an extremely critical part of the client journey. Because as we know, as lawyers, the vast majority of our business comes from referrals. So that person who went through, you know, your law firm as a client, they are now a former client and they need to be nurtured and they need to be you know, engaged and they need to become a source of revenue for you and for you in the future. So you have those three phases of the client journey and every phase of that journey is an opportunity to delight your customer, to delight your client, to make them feel special, to give them an amazing experience. And Lawmatics is designed to handle everything that you need to do in phase one and everything that you need to do in phase three of your journey. Practice management, as you mentioned, is beautifully done to handle everything you need in phase two, that active matter. But Lawmatics is everything in phase one and phase three. My good friend, Joey Coleman, wrote a book called Never Lose a Customer Again. And basically, he tracks the customer through all those phases, and he's broken it down into into more categories than the three phases, although I think you could globally group them as such. And the whole point of his book, which is masterfully written, and I highly recommend it to anybody, is nurturing that person through that journey, just as you have suggested, and making sure that you deal with the entire journey, not just, not just part of it. From the time they first are made aware of the opportunity that you provide until they go away and the sun sets and they're a happy former client who is referring you out to, you know, more and more people. And it's, I think it's great that you're helping complete that process now here in the legal space. Cause as you said, it's woefully neglected. You can get pit, bits and pieces of it done and you can include your system together using other tools, but, very few platforms such as Lawmatics exist that kind of address that comprehensively. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, I agree. Um, and, you know, that's kind of why we thought this was a big opportunity. And, and, you know, the other thing that we're really trying to do is like, lawyers are good at being lawyers, right? That's why primarily, I think why most of us went to law school and why most of us became lawyers after law school is, you know, we like being lawyers. We like helping clients with their legal problems. We like solving complex issues and, and figuring out problems. What we're not necessarily great at is running a business, right? And you know, these are tools that have been around for decades. Like we're, we're not, you know, at Lawmatics, we're not like inventing anything new. It's not like this concept of CRM or, or no. you know, no. marketing automation, email marketing. It's like none of these things are new. They just have never been you know, offered, you know, in a legal specific platform and lawyers have just never really taken to the idea that they need to do this as a business. And what I think you're seeing more and more of is like, you know, lawyers, I mean, 
it's going through like a renaissance right now, the legal industry, right? Like there's so many of these like mastermind groups and, um, you know, and coaches out there and all these business minded lawyers who, who want to focus on building their business and, you know, marketing and, and all these things. There's never been the tools for them to do that. And so I think, you know, again, timing is really important. And I think our timing here, building a tool that is, that is geared towards that sort of a strategy at a time when, you know, happens to be at a time when lawyers are really starting to focus on those priorities. Well, and I think the other aspect that you failed to mention is that it's done in an integrated manner. So you have all these pieces that you've put together in under one platform. So the learning curve to be able to use different aspects of them is greatly reduced. The synergy between different functionalities within the platform is more seamless. I take like, for example, just, you know, nurturing a potential new client from capturing the information through a form-based system to passing it to a automated email uh, system to further engage that potential client. You can do that in other, with other pieces of software, but, you know, bringing it all together under one umbrella of Lawmatics, I think is really brilliant. Well, and that, and that, and that speaks to kind of to lawyers, right? So another thing that lawyers are, you know, are not great at is, and, and, and necessarily, well, not, not that they shouldn't be great at it, but it's just, you know, the, the, the stereotype with lawyers is pretty, you know, technologically challenged. And right? stereotypes are there for a reason. Stereotypes are there for a reason. Because they're mostly one, true. <laughs> th this one I can speak from experience. It is absolutely true. And so, you know, most lawyers are not going to be savvy enough. And, and even if you were savvy enough, it still doesn't make sense to go out there and cobble together four or five different platforms that you're going to assume is, is all going to work in harmony, right? It just, it just doesn't happen. And in order to get it to happen like that, it takes real effort and some pretty serious, you know, technological skills and, and wherewithal. And so for us, we wanted to kind of package all those things that you need to accomplish the tasks that you're trying to accomplish in those different phases in one platform and not have to go to other things. The, the other, the one, you know, genre of software that we want to integrate with and that we've done a very good job of integrating with is practice management, sure. right? Because we don't do that phase. So the idea is you can pair Lawmatics with the practice management system of your choice that you already use, and it will work seamlessly together and provide you this beautiful end-to-end -end life cycle solution. Yeah. So let's go through some of those steps that we might want to implement on the platform and show how how these things integrate. So we start off with creating a custom intake process that's forms based and you can design those forms to capture whatever kind of information you want from potential prospective clients, correct? Yeah. So it's all about really like, I look at it as from the, the point of first contact, right? That point of first contact is either going to be a phone call to your firm or it's going to be an email or it's going to be a form filled out on your website. All of those contact points, you know, will feed into Lawmatics, right? So like, you know, you can create a basic intake form that you can just embed right on your website. So that sure. when, they fill it, when, when you fill it out, it goes right in. But the key is no matter how they come into the top of the funnel, right? You want to automate that engagement. What we want to do right from the get-go is we want to help ensure we don't let paint dry, right? So nothing, there's no time really between when that client first gets in contact with your firm and they're engaged with your firm. Because if you, you know, if, if you don't answer the phone or if you don't 
respond to the message message right away. What's happening, right? They're going to just call the next person on Google. Right. Right. So it's all about that immediate engagement. And so Lawmatics gives you the ability to create, you know, to build those automations that will engage somebody as soon as they enter your t- the top of your funnel. Once they're in the top of your funnel, you know, again, like it depends on your process, but, but the beauty of Lawmatics is it allows you to automate any possible thing that you, you know, any possible process that you could have, whether it's, all right, you know, as soon as they come in, I want to send them a welcome message and I want to give them a link to schedule a time for their consultation, right? We can automate that. We can automate that booking, that scheduling for you. And then maybe you want to get them to come in and then, you know, you want, you send some follow-ups reminding them about their appointments or after their appointment is over, you need to send some automated follow-up. That's where, you know, the email marketing and engagement is really important. If somebody comes in for a consultation and they don't hire you, you need to have a cadence to follow up with them to try to keep them engaged, to try to stay on their radar so that when they are ready to hire somebody, they're thinking about you. And, you know, Lawmatics will automate everything all the way through the process, collecting that, that initial retainer payment, building out your custom fee agreement, getting it merged with all of the data and sent out for e-signature automatically. I mean, this is, these are all like, you know, just some of the different things that Lawmatics will help automate during the intake process. You also, uh, one part of this also includes obtaining files from potential clients, things that you may need that are supportive of the process. Do I understand that correct? It does. So we have like a file request system that can also be automated. So you know, separate from custom forms, which can also be used, you know, to collect files. But really we have a secure, like a secure portal, I guess you could say, where you can create these templates, you know, and and we really thought about this, you know, from like a, you should build things once and then you should never have to build them again. And so our thought process is like, for example, let's say for an estate planning case, right? In every estate planning case, case you do, you have a specific documents that you need to request from the person. Maybe it's like, you know, hey, we need all your bank account information, or we need, uh, you know, the copy of the title to your house, or or your cars, or you know, a list of all of your retirement accounts, like whatever you need. You have a list of documents that are kind of standard, and so the idea is build a template of those documents, those files. They don't have to be documents; they can be any file. Build a template of those files, and then send that out, and then that that person will receive a secure web page, and they can just go and they can drag and drop those files that you're requesting right in there. And it lays it all out for them what they need. And it just makes that data collection easy. And then what's great is that all those documents can then be sent over to your practice management system when that person hires you. And also creates a a completion status of what documents have been provided, what are still left to provide. It does. So you can, so you can even, you know, and this is where. And again, like whether it's our system or, or another system, these are things that just all lawyers can benefit from doing and understanding, right? It's like, if you send out a request for files and that person hasn't given, you know, like 24 hours later, they haven't uploaded all of the files that you needed from them, you're, you want to send them a reminder, right? So automation can help you with that. Like in, in Lawmatics, you can say, send out this file request. I want to create a one day delay. And after that one day time period, I want to check and see if they've completed the file request. And if the answer is no, then I want to send them a reminder. Yeah, I know that when I was doing personal entry work and you were trying to get copies of medical records and bills, as an example, that's an enormous time saving to be able to automate that. 
Now you have to add some little, you know, some additional specificity to the process to make sure you're getting everything that you need. But even from the very beginning, the idea that you can have the system track the completion status and send out timely reminders and follow-ups uh, is just going to free up you and your staff to do all kinds of other better things. Exactly. That's what it's all about, right? Like, you know, any employee of a law firm, their time is going to be better spent on something other than sending out a follow-up email about a request for files. Today's episode of The Law Entrepreneur is brought to you by my friends at Spotlight Branding. For many years, marketing companies have focused on funnels that run for a short time, often leaving dozens of leads behind that didn't make a decision yet. Spotlight Branding has found a better way. It's called a content loop, and it's changing the way attorneys think about their marketing. This system nurtures your leads in perpetuity with quality evergreen content that elevates your credibility and helps the rest of your marketing actually work. If you're interested in learning more, head over to spotlightbranding.com slash TLE, as in the law entrepreneur, to learn more about the content loop and how it can revolutionize your law firm's marketing. Spotlight Branding, more referrals, better clients, higher return on investment. Now, if you've been a listener of this podcast for any time, you know that I sing the praises of Ruby all the time because they're really responsible in my own practice for helping me grow my business, deliver personalized experience to my clients, you know, building customer loyalty, really, in terms of having a consistent uh, front-facing office partner in, in, in Ruby, and allows me to stay connected anywhere, anytime to my business through their services. So I can't say enough about Ruby. I'm delighted to have them and continue to have them as a sponsor of this podcast. And this episode of The Law Entrepreneur is sponsored by Daylight, the all-in-one contact relationship manager or CRM. I've been using Daylight for well over 10 years now, and it's the best CRM for business on the Mac and iPhone. And despite having a case management platform that I'm very happy with, I still use Daylight to handle all of my many other law firm needs. When you're running your own law firm, it can be difficult to stay on top of follow-ups, keep track of details and communication, and stay aware of what needs to be done next on each project. Daylight organizes everything in one place, so you don't have to rely on your memory to keep it all straight. If you're feeling like it's time to upgrade from spreadsheets to a CRM, check out Daylight. You can download it from the App Store or visit www.marketcircle.com and try it free for 30 days. On top of that, you can get your first free month or first month free when you tell them you heard about Daylight here on The Law Entrepreneur. Daylight by Market Circle, staying top of mind without the stress. So now let's look at a little bit at some of the automation uh, aspects of what Lawmatic has to offer. I mean, I, I notice that the there's almost like a, a Kanban type of board status yep. presentation. Am I getting this right? I, I messed this up all yeah, the time. Yeah, a pipeline, a pipeline view. So, so that's a pipeline view of where you stand in this process. 
Correct. So you can customize your intake process. But what's unique about Lawmatics is we also give you the ability to create as many different pipelines as you want. So this is really useful because we don't just give you one pipeline. So, you, you know, you, you create your intake process and that's the only visual that you get. You can actually create as many pipelines as you want. And so, for example, let's say you practice personal injury and you practice estate planning. Well, your intake process might be very different for those Absolutely. two practice areas. Absolutely. So, yeah. so you can create two different pipelines for those different practice areas so that you can get really specific about how you manage each lead and how you build automations to move them through the process. I'm becoming more and more enamored with this Kanban style of project management presentation. It's just, it's starting to work for me more visually as I see more and more opportunities to use uh, this type of approach. So I'm really happy to see that in Lawmatics because I can now look at the pipeline and I can see the various steps and what the status is, what we're waiting for and who's working on it, more or less. It's uh, very informative. Yeah, thank you. And I think, you know, we, we agree with you, right? And that's a big reason why we put a lot of weight. Like it's one of my favorite pages in, yeah. in, you know, in, our, in our site looking at that pipeline and, and getting data from that pipeline, right? Like we give you some, we kind of have some cool predictive analytics on that page, right? Where, you know, lawyers in our platform, we give them an area to put in the estimated value of a case, right? And so that's meant to be like a forecasting tool. So like, you know, you have a personal injury case come in and you're starting to talk to them and you're like, all right, you know what? I think this case might be worth 250,000, right? It means nothing, but you just can put it in there as, you know, conjecture if nothing else. And so you've got that number in there, but now you can look at your pipeline and at any given moment, you could see exactly how much money you have in your pipeline. And as a business, forget being a lawyer now, as a business, mm -hmm. that's, that's really important to be able to do. And then from the, your own data at your firm, your conversion rates, how likely are you to actually convert these leads into clients? We can give you a prediction on how much revenue you will actually generate from that estimated value of each case. That's interesting. It's, it's really valuable. I'll get, tell you a quick, quick story. You'll get a kick out of this. I was yeah. speaking to an attorney recently and I was suggesting that maybe they want to take a look at this style of approach to managing projects within their law firm, maybe not necessarily legal matters, but other projects that they're doing within the law firm. And I was suggesting a piece of software that is built on the Kanban system. And they said, well, I don't think we really need that because we have this elaborate sticky note system that we use. We have different <laughs> colored sticky notes and we have certain information that we require to be put on the yellow stickies, certain information that goes on the pink stickies. And I'm like, it's the exact same thing. <laughs> and they move, they move these stickies from one column to the next. And I thought, well, okay. <laughs> yeah, you got you got it. That's it. <laughs> this is so, the digit. This is the digitized version that now goes with you everywhere, right? Right. One of the other things I like about the approach that Lawmatics has taken is when you're building in some of this conditionality into the decision making process or the automation process, you're building it in a way that lawyers can understand. They get a, they, all, they get a sense that they're actually programming their own system using these if then else wait until you know types of operators in the automation 
description. That's really, I think, something very important in order to get attorneys to engage with that and build those that kind of logic out. You got to make it easy for us. And I think you've done that. Yeah, well, thank you. So we try really hard on that. Like one of the reasons why my case was so successful was because it was so easy to use mm-hmm. because of the exact same things that you just said. Lawyers, lawyers need an easy system. If you give them something complicated, they are not going to use it. And I got to be honest with you, that's been one of the biggest challenges for us at Lawmatics has been getting that right. And, and I think we've done a decent job of it at this point. But honestly, I think we've got we still have a lot of a lot of room for improvement. You know, it's it's a very, very complex system. It's something that is not, you know, practice management lawyers get they, they, they all need to do it and they know it. This is different, right? This, this has them thinking about things that, that maybe they have never thought of before, or maybe they're not comfortable doing. And so you know, that, that is a challenge to, to, you know, to make sure lawyers are comfortable in the software. And so we put a lot of effort into that, making sure that it's easy to use and also, you know, providing services and, and support to lawyers who maybe need a little extra handholding. You know, the, the other thing is, is that if you listen to any of the many coaches and advisors to, in the legal space, one of the first things I'll, they'll tell you is that in order to scale your practice and ultimately to be in a position to add staff, ultimately sell your practice, you have to systematize it. You have to create systems that can control the various activities that are done within your law practice. Well, you know, if you have an end to end system software platform that provides that systemization you're well on your way to addressing that need. There's no, there's no need for you to have to develop, you know, a systems or a procedural man, manual. It's built into the platform. Yep. I'd You're much, exactly right. I'd much rather spend time defining my systems within a platform such as Lawmatics than you know, drawing on a piece of paper and writing out the workflow in a Word document. It doesn't, well, it, look, it does. I mean, like it gets you thinking. And, and yeah. you know, one of the things that we always, that we talk to, like when our customers sign up, um, you know, one of the things that happens is you're going to get on a bunch of different calls with one of our experts, one of our specialists over here, who's going to help you kind of get things built out. And one of the things that we do right after you sign up is say, hey, you know, before you get on a call with them, start to think about the different processes that you have as a law firm, you know? And, and the thing is like a lot of law firms, they don't even realize it, but like, and they might say, Oh, I don't have an intake process. Th- yeah, they do. They just don't think of it as a process or they haven't like, they haven't taken the time to just sit down and like map it out and realize that, Oh, you know, like each, each client actually does kind of go through the same thing and it is a process. And so we, you know, we, we want them to kind of, it's a good exercise to get them thinking about, yeah. you know, how to use automations and build processes. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, you got to get in there and just do it. Yeah. Well, before we get to the post actions, uh, the, what, how we nurture the, our clients that we've completed uh, legal services for, talk to me just a little bit about the integration that you have with the various practice management systems. How does that manifest itself? And, and is there a list of uh, practice management platforms that, you, that you're working with? Yeah. So, you know, at the time that this podcast airs, this, this may change a bit, but yeah. currently we integrate with all the major ones, except 
ironically, the only one we don't integrate with is my case. Um, <laughs> and, and the reason why that is a bit ironic, but go ahead. <laughs> it's kind of my fault because when I built my case, I built it as a closed environment, you know, kind of do everything and don't mm -hmm. integrate. And, you know, and that's the way it remains today. And so they don't have the ability to integrate now. There is a distinct possibility that that might change in the near future. So check back. But currently we integrate with Clio, Practice Panther, Rocket Matter, mm -hmm. Filevine, and Smokeball. Yeah. So anybody um, that has... So for, a, for practice management. So anybody has a, a robust uh, API on the front end. Yeah, exactly. And so, and the way that the system works is at the point of conversion. And so for us, converting from a lead to a client, right? That's, that's what we call conversion. So sure. the person's hired you. So that, that's like a special action in Lawmatics when you convert the lead. And when you convert the lead, it will automatically send all of the data over to your practice management system. So you don't have to do anything. It's just in your practice management system, ready to use. Yeah, that's the way it has to be. And that's great. I'm, I'm, I yep. love seeing that. Talk to us a little bit on the back end. You, you know, you, you talked, you said a little bit earlier that it's one of the most neglected areas. And I can tell you that with, with certainty and all the attorneys I speak to and I ask them, you know, what do you do with your list of former clients? They went, um, one time I sent a Christmas card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like you hit the nail on the head. Like I always, whenever I go around, you know, to different organizations and I speak and I talk about this topic, you know, one of the things I say is like, all right, you know, how many of you have a big list of, of former clients and everyone raises their hand, right? They've all got former clients. Awesome. How many of you are sending them emails or cards on their birthday? And all the hands go down, right? Yeah. This is the most basic example of marketing 101. Like, every single former client is a potential new customer, potential new client, whether it's them coming back for repeat business or referring one, you know, a, someone they know to you down the line. And, you know, it's, it's something, you know, I don't know if the number reigns true, but a couple of years ago, the number was 75% of business for law firms comes from referrals. Like, you know, just, mm -hmm. just across the board. And so, you know, yeah, like, you know, doing the other marketing efforts now, um, you know, Google and all that stuff, that is very important. But at the end of the day, you got to have happy clients or your business is not going to be successful. That's engagement. And so, you know, one of the things that we recommend is for every law firm, as soon as the case is over, these matters should be in a year long drip campaign. And so then lawyers are like, well, what's a drip campaign? Well, a drip campaign is just a sequence, a cadence of emails or engagement points that go out to a target over the course of a period of time. So something like, all right, the case is over. So you should send them, you know, two weeks later, you should send them kind of a, a, a thank you email, right? It's like, your case is over. We thank you for using our firm. You know, any questions that you have, please let us know, blah, 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 right? And then you want to wait maybe another month. And then a month later, you want to send another check-in email and see if they have any questions. Maybe this email, you also want to ask for a review, right? Um, if they had a good experience, ask for them to leave a review on one of your review sites. And so then you do this. Then you say, wait another two months and then send another check-in email. Then wait another three or four months and send another. And you build this cadence in Lawmatics. It's called the drip campaign. And then you don't have to do anything. It's automatic, right? When the case is over, they get dropped into this campaign. 
And for the next year, they're going to be receiving touch points from you. You also want to program birthday emails. Our system makes it, you can automate the sending of emails to people, to every one of your former clients on their birthday every single year without lifting a finger, right? These are just basic things that you need to do in order to cultivate your business. And, and it's just neglected. I know my dentist does it. Yeah. Yeah. My da- I, I get a birthday card and an email and I get follow-ups and you know they're not trying to sell me on more dentistry. I'm already a client of theirs or a past client of theirs. They're just trying to interact with me on a personal level. And it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's an important data set that attorneys just so often ignore. As soon as I'm done, I finish the, the trial, send them the closeout letter, and I never speak to them again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Ken Blanchard wrote a book years ago called Raving Fans. And it's one of the first books that I read when I started my practice. And the whole idea was your former clients are the best ambassadors regarding your business. And if you want more business, you need to turn them into raving fans. Yep. And that's, that starts really from the beginning, you know, where Lawmatic starts with, you know, creating a, a positive experience through the whole process, but it doesn't stop when the legal matter ends. It continues on after that. And I'm delighted to see that you've staked out that territory as well. Yep. That's, that's all we care about. And that's like the, actually the, the presentation that I typically give when I'm going into and speaking about this client journey, it's entitled the path to delightment. And, delightment. I like that. and, and, and the reason why is because what you just said, Every single step of the journey, not just during, like, honestly, you know, at the end of the day, like, yes, you know, the outcome that you get for them in their matter is important. But honestly, I don't know that it's the most important. If you get them a really good outcome, but you gave, but you were just, you, you, you were non-responsive and you were just not a nice person and, and you never engaged with them, they're probably not going to come back to you. And if you get them a not so great outcome, but you gave them the most incredible experience and you wowed them every step of the way, they're going to send people to you, right? It's it, that, that, that's how we work as people. Like we enjoy the good experiences that we have. And so it is important to understand that at every step of the journey, it is an opportunity for you as a law firm, as a business owner to delight your customer. And that's, yeah, not, that, you know, that's get- not just during the case. And I'll give you a perfect example of that too, uh, you know, in terms of like estate planning, what I do at the end of the day, you know, you're delivering a set of estate planning documents to the client and it's going to give them peace of mind and hopefully help them to understand that their uh, assets and their family are going to be in taken care of. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's a set of documents. There's not a lot of pizzazz to that. And so if you want to develop raving fans, you have to address all other aspects of the client experience from the beginning to the end and beyond. You have to remember those birthdays. You have to you know, show a genuine interest in what's going on in their lives and, and recognize it and interact with that and maybe tailor some of your post-engagement emails uh, you know, in that regard. If I, if I have families you know, with small children, I have an email drip campaign that plays out over the years 
that I can plug in and recognize is, aren't your kids about ready to go into middle school? And, you know, just that kind of attention to detail, automated as it may be, is appreciated beyond belief. Yep. A hundred percent. It's, and and again, it's like, you kind of just bring up another good point where it's like, you know, is it, is it automated? Do they know it's automated? It doesn't matter. And, and there are actually ways when you're crafting an email to make it seem like it's not automated, right. right? There are ways to kind of include personal information and, and make it seem like it's something that you actually sat down and, and wrote and drafted. So, it, you know, lawyers who think like, oh, it's not going to seem personal. They're, they're wrong, right? It, there's, there are ways to do it. And even if it doesn't seem totally personal, it's the thought that counts, right? So one, of the, one of the individuals that I've been working with lately showed me their intake form. At the back end of the intake form, after they've taken all of the necessary contact information and legal information that they need to represent the case, is all the fun stuff. Like, uh, hey, this is to help us understand and know you better. So what's your favorite sports team? Where do you like to eat? If you are uh, a drinker, where, what do you like to drink? Um, what's your favorite food? And they, they have about a dozen of these questions. And when I talked to her about it, I said, do, do people find that intrusive? Uh, like it's getting a little too personal. No, they're happy to share that information with you. And it drives their relationship with the firm from that point yep. on. And now, and then that's actually a great idea. And you have, if you have those little data points too, those are data points that you can kind of automatically merge into a, an email, right? Right. And you craft, um, you craft your, your touch points around them. Exactly. Exactly. And now it seems highly personal. Well, I thought it was brilliant that she's doing that on the front end on the intake. So not just kind of mining that data along the, the way she's asking for it right up front. Right. Which I thought was brilliant. So yeah, it is. Matt, it's been delight spending some time with you today. Tell our audience how they can reach out to you if they want to follow up with anything you had to offer. Yeah. And Neil, it's it, uh, from my end, it's been a pleasure as well. I, I really appreciate the time. Um, and having me on, um, pretty easy to get a hold of me. Um, our website is www.lawmatics.com. And me personally, anyone can feel free to reach out to me. If you have any questions about this stuff, about you know how to build a good client journey and just thoughts or concerns or anything, um, you can email me. My email is matt at lawmatics.com. And um, I'm always around and always available. And I know you you used to do a lot of presentations at various functions and symposiums and conferences, and hopefully we'll get back to that day and and our paths will cross again. Certainly will. I think that day is going to be coming now sooner rather than later. Let's hope so. Matt, thanks again for being a guest today on The Law Entrepreneur. Well, there you have it, Law Entrepreneurs. Thanks for being with us today and with this episode of The Law Entrepreneur want to thank our sponsors as usual ruby receptionists daylight and spotlight branding make sure you swing on by our website at thelawentrepreneur.com or visit our facebook page or twitter account you can find us anywhere by just searching on the law entrepreneur also if you'd be kind enough i'd love it if you could go to your podcast application and leave us a uh, rating and a review it helps with our visibility and it helps ensure that uh, we're there to be found when people come looking for podcasts in the legal space. So once again, thanks for being a part of today's episode of The Law Entrepreneur. Entrepreneur.